If you're looking for an advanced approach to scaling your podcast and generating more revenue, then you're in the right place. Because by the end of this episode, you'll have discovered three incredible ways to massively scale your podcast and your revenue. Hey, welcome to Impact Podcaster Academy. My name is Alec Hassan, and I help podcasters create more impact and income with their podcast without them needing to rely on getting sponsors or going viral. So a couple of months ago, I learned something terribly new. Um, I actually went to the dentist, learned that I had some cavities, and this really broke my heart because ever since I had my adult teeth, I never once had a single cavity. And a couple months ago, found out that not only did I have one, but I had multiple ones. And I was like, uh. But I learned something really cool from this experience at the dentist. So you see, my fiance and I, we went to this really well-established um, dentist office in our area. Uh, because they were giving away like uh, they were doing like free teeth cleanings for any new patients that came in. So since we had like literally just moved to Arizona, we thought it would be the perfect time to kind of like jump on that opportunity, get our teeth cleaned a little bit and find a good dentist as well. So we went in expecting to pay nothing. Uh, but then when we left, we realized that we had some work that needed to be done. Now, this is an approach that a lot of businesses take where they bring people into their business by offering something free, then they offer something of greater value with a greater price tag stuck to it after the person kind of comes into their world. So with your podcast, you sort of do the same thing. You know, you aren't charging people to hear your show. They get to hear it for free. Then if they liked it, they can continue on this path that you created where they'll continue to get more value in exchange for paying you in return. Now, this is a very common approach but did you know that there are other ways of structuring one's business or structuring one's podcast to generate revenue? You don't have to just draw people in with something free just to pray that they might buy something or donate to you. In fact, there are three different models that you can use in your podcast that will not only increase your sales, but will allow you to scale as well. Now, one model um, that's been used for like centuries it's called the ascension model and this is actually the same exact model that the dentist used in the example that i gave you earlier the way that it works is that you offer something really really inexpensive or it could be free like you know a low uh low commitment offer it could be a lead magnet but these things are they're not just throwaway things they're not cheapo things like they have a lot of value associated with them so they're like high value, but really, really low price tag. That way it's like a no-brainer. person's like, well, of course I got to get that, you know? <laughs> so after someone gets this really low commitment offer, they get this lead magnet, and then you aim all your marketing. Oh, pardon me. Then you aim all your marketing towards these people, you know, essentially ascending them further up in uh, this transformational journey that you've laid out. And I've talked about the transformation transformational journey a lot in previous episodes but the thought process behind this is that instead of spending money and effort on advertising to people who may or may not trust buying from you yet uh, that money and effort is going towards people who already told you that they trust you by downloading that free product or by buying that really low price product of yours so the most basic outline of how this looks would be something like this someone gives you their email and in exchange, you give them something of really high value for free, like a, like a workbook, some type of like downloadable thing, video series, something like that. They are then presented a low commitment offer, and they have the option to buy something that's very inexpensive. So 
they've said, hey, yeah, I want this free thing. You give that to them, and then you say, hey, I saw you want that free thing. How about, would you like this other thing as well? It costs a little bit of money, but it really, really goes well with what you just purchased. And then you either present them some type of like continuity product, you know, some type of like reoccurring payment thing, like a membership or another supporting product. But whichever you offer, you got to make sure that it's related to what they've already bought, but it's got to be more valuable, you know, higher than $30, but less than 500, you know, going over $500, especially if something, someone got something for free, statistically, not a lot of people are going to spend more than $500 on the next thing that they're, that they're shown by you. And the same is true um, for the next product that they were presented. It could be, you know, continuity product, supporting product. It mainly just depends on which one is kind of presented prior, if that makes sense. So over time, uh, you would then be sending out emails. You're going to be following up with your audience that purchased in order to gauge their interest and build hype for something like a masterclass training. And since something like a masterclass training is higher priced, it may take more time to get people interested in purchasing it. Then, you know, the customers who have purchased something like the masterclass will be presented, um, you know, some big high ticket product down the road in their journey. And, you know, that right there, you start of starting free and then starting with something less than $30 and then presenting something less than $500 and then presenting something like a masterclass and then something like that's a very high ticket product. That right there that I just laid out, it's not like a set in stone structure for how you could order your offers. You know, you could have people give you their email and then they jump straight to like you, you jump straight to promoting your masterclass. Or you can offer a low commitment offer and present your continuity product and then advertise something that's like more higher ticket. It's kind of like Legos where you can kind of pick and choose what you want to include. But the main thing that you want to keep in mind is that if you're going with this ascension model, you have to be ascending people forward, you know, you know, starting low and then focusing on the people who came in at the bottom and then guiding them to higher, higher valued things that are also priced higher as well. So, cause, you know, you're giving more value, so you can charge a little bit higher as well. So I'll show you an example uh, with my own podcast back when I was making content for ministry leaders. You know, I had a page that promoted a free training. It was showing the number one mistake that Christians make when trying to discover their God-given calling. And after they signed up to see this training, they were presented with a low commitment offer, which was to get my, uh, it was, it's like a Christian personal development book called Planting a Purpose. And the book, it was also free, but all they had to do was pay for shipping. So, and by the way, like I currently don't run this offer anymore for the free book because too many people, depending on the demographic, they were just way too confused about the idea of like paying for shipping. They were like, it's free, but I pay for shipping. I don't get that. And it's like, yeah, the book's free, but you, you pay the shipping to get the book to you. So anyway, now the book's back to its original price of $21. Um, but anyway, after they buy that low commitment offer of the book, they're then presented my supporting product for the book, which is an online course. Um, it's got videos, worksheets, PDFs uh, to download. And then if they don't wanna purchase that, there is another supporting product for my biblical time management series. And I got a whole bunch of like goal setting studies as well for Christians. So for those who bought the book but didn't get the course, these people will go through an email sequence that will begin promoting content related to the course in order to provide them with 
more details. That way they can make an informed decision whether to buy or not. But hopefully you can kind of see how this is working to bring people forward in the transformational journey. And also do you see how even though I didn't use every type of product, like a masterclass or a big high ticket thing, it still brings people up. You know, it still is ascending them upwards. So when I started, all I had was my book. I had no course. I had no time management training. It was just my book and that was it. So if you only have one product, I don't want you to worry. You know, as you build rapport with your audience, you'll be able to discern what they'll be most excited for next. So now let's talk about the second model. You know, the first one was the Ascension model. And now we'll talk about its sibling, which as you could probably guess, is going to be the Dissension model. <laughs> so the name kind of implies how this model works. Uh, you basically start with promoting your most expensive product first to those um, who got your free or your low commitment offer. Or if you got people on your email list who are already following, following you online, you basically start by promoting them the most expensive product first. If no one buys the most expensive product, then you begin promoting your less expensive products. So here's, a, here's, a, here's an example of that. Someone gives you their email, then they get some really cool little free digital product. Then they're placed into an automated email follow-up. You know, you're contacting them, you're just like building rapport, giving them more information. And uh, this pretty much is just like an automated set of emails. And these emails will also be promoting your higher priced product some type of like big ticket one-on-one -on -one coaching thing or it could be like some mastermind masterclass training and since this is priced higher you know it's going to take a little bit more effort on your part to demonstrate the value and build trust with others um, that way they'll be a bit more confident in giving you their, their money for that product but often after people get your free digital product in exchange for their email they aren't too likely to buy something super high priced, you know, immediately. So this is why they're placed into those automated email follow-ups to kind of like warm them up, get them to know, like, and trust you a little bit more. And if they still don't buy that higher price product, then, you know, you just move on to the next sequence of promotions and you start promoting product that's like a little less expensive than that. And after following up with that product, if they still don't buy that, then you do the same uh, where you promote something even less expensive. And finally, you know, when you get back to the low commitment model or the low commitment offer or like the free thing, then you could try implementing the Ascension model and then you just kind of like whoo, go back up. So a, another example of how you could do this, I'll use, um, I'll basically just use the same examples that I use in the Ascension model. So let's say people come to my website. They watched a free training revealing the number one mistake that Christians make when trying to find purpose. And this short training shows people the methods that don't work and the history as to maybe why they've grown up mistakenly believing these old methods. And then I begin to explain how, you know, these different methods of finding purpose. And then after letting people know what that method is, the logical next question is then, okay, but how do I, how do I apply this new method in my life? And then since this question is way more complex to answer, it would require a lot of time and guidance to get people to really understand and apply this in a way that would lead to true transformation. And then the best way to do that would be through my master class training. So you can kind of see like the logic behind that, right? So I went from the free training and then promoted my most expensive product, which would be the master class training. And then if they don't decide to get the master class after the follow-up emails, I would then start promoting the book, which is less expensive, but it's still like really, really good. 
And then if they don't decide to get the book, then I would move on to a lower priced product, which could be like the biblical secrets to time management or like the goal setting study. And, you know, it's kind of cool stuff, right? You got like all these multiple things and you can kind of point people from one to the next to the next. And then if they don't want that, you can kind of like point them back and uh, you kind of can just sort of go back and forth with that. But, you know, once like it isn't as confusing or as complicated as it might seem initially with the Ascension model, low price, and then you start presenting slightly higher, higher, higher price. Descension, you start high price and then start going lower, lower, lower. And uh, after someone goes through one or the other, you can just point them back to the other. So there's still one more model to talk about. And this is something that I learned from Frank Kern, and he calls it the orbiting model. Uh, you could think of it like planets in orbit. You know, they just kind of keep circling around the sun and then, you know, seasons keep repeating. You got winter, spring, summer, autumn. Uh, so with the orbiting model, you'll have multiple products that you continue to present to your audience one after another, but only during certain times of the year. Um, so if they don't purchase during the time that you're promoting it, the thing that's pretty pretty nifty here is that they won't be able to buy it until the next time that you promote it. So this works really well for a multiple of reasons. You know, it makes it feel very special when they do purchase it right at that time. It's like, oh, you know, it's like a Starbucks with the, what should we call it? Pumpkin spice latte or something like that. You know, if they just had it all the time, pumpkin spice latte sales would go down a lot. You know, at a certain point, like, you know, people would be like, eh, it's whatever. But because it's only during a certain season of the year, when it comes out, shoot, you know my fiance and I, we're going to be going, we're going to be getting on to sell some pumpkin spice latte Starbucks coffee. And the same thing could be for your for your product. Let's say you got a masterclass training. It's like, hey guys, leasing this training, but it's only going to be this month right now because when you buy it now, you know, I'll be working with you, uh, you know, in a group setting or something like that. Or you could just say like, yeah, I'm only, like, I'm bringing back the masterclass thing. And then after it's over this month, you, know, you won't be able to buy it again until next year. It also creates a sense of like kind of fear of missing out where it's like, dang, if I don't, if I don't get it now, I'm going to have to wait a whole year to get it. Uh, I don't know if I want to wait a whole year and then they'll, they'll purchase it right then and there. Or let's say that year goes by and they're like, man, I really wish I got it. And then the next time you present it, they're like, oh yeah, I got to get this. And then they jump right on it. Um, so this works really well if you got multiple products. Um, of the same type, or if you're trying to create like urgency, you know, to get people to purchase. So if you have a whole bunch of supporting products or a whole bunch of masterclass trainings, then this is something that works like really well. It could be as simple or as complex as you want it to be. And uh, it could be presented like kind of at random, or if you think you've got like a really good like order or like a structure that you want to present these at throughout the throughout the year, then by all means, you know, you implement that. Um, but it's not as it's not as simple as someone gets the free thing and then you immediately present the next product and then you immediately present the next product. It's more it's like seasonal. So it's like, hey guys, this month, you know, boom, here's the product, and then like, hey guys, it's summer, you know, we're gonna be doing this training. So it's like, uh, it's less ascension descension. It's more of like whenever someone comes into your world during that particular time. You could think of like events or like seminars, something like that. It's like the seminar is either happening now in August or, you know, you're not going to be able to see it. You know, think of it something like that. So 
that's basically the overview of the process that someone can use when leading an audience on their own transformational journey. You, know, you don't have to use every single process, just how you don't have to make like every single type of product. Uh, but what you should do is really decide which model you think you're gonna use. Are you gonna use the Ascension, which is a pretty good model to use, I, I believe. Are you gonna use the Descension, uh, which, is, which is good as long as you've already like have an established reputation as well as you already have something high ticket that's kind of proven that works, that converts well, that gets people results. If that's the case, then like by all means, immediately push people to that. And then if people are unsure, then you start pointing them downwards so they can kind of build up that trust a bit. And then if you got like a whole bunch of like really good products that are very high priced for your podcast, um, then that'd be a good idea to try the, the orbiting model where like every few months you, you heavily promote one type of product and then the next month you heavily promote another. And then you close it down until um, the next quarter or the next, you know, next year comes around. And I think you'll see like some really good increase in conversions and sales there. So this is a little bit in-depth stuff here. You know, it's not going to apply to everyone, I don't think, at this moment in their, in, in their journey of podcasting. But when you get to this point where you're implementing these different models, I'm telling you all the stuff I share right here is going to be extremely helpful. So thank you so much for listening. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time to get to this part of the episode. And I really look forward to seeing you in our next episode. Want to be part of a community of like-minded, impact-making podcasters? Or maybe you'd like to get access to exclusive trainings to help grow your podcast for free? If so, I highly recommend you come check out the Impact Podcaster Academy private Facebook group. In this group, I upload exclusive content, free downloads, and interact with members one-on-one. It's a great place to ask questions, share feedback, and get plugged into a group of passionate and skilled people who can help take your show to that next level. It's a fun place to come learn, ask questions, and contribute in. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Impact Podcaster Academy. That's facebook.com forward slash group forward slash Impact Podcaster Academy.